Cape Talk. Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam Gilchrist. Um, after the short-lived truce uh, between Hamas and Israel, there's currently chaos in Gaza as, as Israel's military operation is cornering civilians. Yes, the Israeli Defense Force is talking about expanding its military operation to all parts of Gaza, and therefore there are only a few sort of safe enclaves they are advocating, but are advocating Gazans to go to. Um, This is despite the fact the United States and many others have put pressure on Israel not to uh, displace more people. I think the UN estimate is close to 2 million people uh, are nowhere near their homes or their homes have been destroyed or anyway, they're on the move. Uh, One of the suggestions put forward, and this is, I think, emphasising the kind of chaos of the situation, apart from the things we see from the hospitals and so forth, is that the Israeli ambassador to London suggested that maybe Gazans could go to Al-Mawazi, a section uh, in the south next to the Mediterranean Sea. Now, there's not much there, and militarily it wouldn't be important, so Israel wouldn't move in. But I say not much there. There is no shelter, there's no food, there's no water. Uh, there, it's just basically desert next to the sea. And so for hundreds of thousands of people to pitch up there with absolutely no infrastructure whatsoever is to condemn them to what? I mean, even if aid agencies were to get there at the same time, it wouldn't be enough for tents and uh, supplies and so forth. So uh, as suggestions go, it's crass. And I, and I think that's one of the problems is that uh, Israel, you know, in some ways, understandably, is doing this by numbers. It's not a, a, a great plan they have. They're just working it out as they go along. And unfortunately, civilians are paying the price, aren't they? And then to China we go now, death by bungee jump after the world's biggest jump in China. Yes, nothing went wrong with the bungee apparatus, you understand. Mm -hmm. It's afterwards. So what we have is a Japanese tourist in his 50s who took this jump. It's 233 metres and sometimes I look at something horizontal to judge how high something would be. And you go, oh, my word, that is that is going to be high. That is ridiculous. So a 233-meter plunge from the Macau Tower. Uh, nothing seemingly went wrong. He didn't fall. He didn't hit anything. No injuries at the time. But shortly afterwards, this Japanese guy began to feel short of breath, later stopped breathing. Uh, you are, of course, not meant to do a bungee jump if you have a heart condition, raised blood pressure, or have had surgery. We don't know if that's the case with this guy. But the point is, it does seem like the bungee jump did something to an already weakened system in some way. And so, uh, I mean, it cost him $500 or very nearly $500 to do this jump as well. $2 a meter and slightly more maybe uh, for thrill seeking and literally heart stopping action. Uh, The organizers say they've operated 4 million successful jumps before this one. But oh, dear. Have you have you before? Have you bungee jumped before? I haven't, uh, and do you know I'm I'm not interested. How about you? Have you? I have. have you I have, and oh. I invite you to the world's fourth highest bungee jump. Of course, uh, I hope you have all you well and fit enough to. But the fourth highest bungee jump in the world is actually in South Africa at the Blowkrans Bridge uh, between the Eastern Cape and the Western Cape at 216 meters. So, if I can convince you next time you visit us here. <laughs> Let's go, Adam Gilchrist. And then finally, there should be a game show. 
who wants the Commonwealth Games? Because another Australian state has pulled out. No one wants to host mega events anymore. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about it. Well, although there is, I'd say, a specific group who do want it, generally speaking. Um, But this is the Gold Coast in Australia who have withdrawn from hosting the next Commonwealth Games. They were never meant to, of course, in the first place. They were stepping in for Victoria, for an area near Melbourne, not specifically Melbourne, but near Melbourne, who uh, withdrew for funding reasons. Well, the mayor of Gold Coast, Tom Tate, stepped in and said, no problem, we'll do it again. They hosted it in 2018. Yeah, we'll do it in 2026, no problem. And then the federal and state governments have stepped in, no, we're not doing that. Yours for about one and a half billion dollars or possibly four times that amount. That's the problem with these things, as you know, with World Cups, as we know with Olympics, the the starting price is not the end price. Uh, It's like really bad haggling, isn't it? The fact is, cities don't feel they can afford it, but athletes tend to want it. If you speak to any athlete, because it's a good pattern with the Olympics and World Championships and other things, whatever the sports are, And some sports, of course, only get their profile at something like an Olympics and the Commonwealth Games. So the trouble is, whoever listens to the competitors, I mean, as if footballers are running football. So just wonder, is this really, is King Charles overseeing the end of a Commonwealth era? I'm sure if Saudi Arabia were a member of the Commonwealth, it would (laughs) eagerly put up its hand to host. But Adam Gilchrist, chat to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Back with a worldview on Wednesday.